Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Make it double B's. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Watney Buick GMC. It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley, presented by Witt Davis Lumber Plus, with four locations in central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, with some of the lowest auto loan rates in Saline County. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker on this abbreviated edition of Drive Time Sports, along with my dear friend Chris Kane. Uh, we're not here to really talk about Razorback baseball, uh, I think Phil and Bubba did a great job. Summed it up nicely, Wrap, didn't they? it up in about a 40-minute uh, <laughs> uh, post-game show. That's right. And so uh, let's uh, let's get to shooter on the line. Patrick, how are you today? Patrick? Hey, so what happened? What, what state are you in today? Oh, I'm in, uh, I'm in, in Mass. What, what happened in the game? you got to tell me. You should have been tuned in. Where were you? Well, I was watching some of it. It's uh, uh, a little out of hand. Uh, all right. Arkansas lost 12-4. to four. Uh, TCU scored five in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the eighth and broke, kind of broke things open. So uh, we just ran, ran out of steam today, and I will tell you this. Arkansas lost to the better team. There's not any doubt about that, is there, Chris? No, no, I don't believe so. Yeah. Pat, how are you, sir? Good, Chris. So what's happening? They got the, they got they got you know a number. Or what 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 is your? Uh, oh, I'm, there's no expert opinion. There's no expert opinion over here, Patrick. You know that it's more of just a ge- general observations, uh, and it doesn't take I don't think a baseball expert to to know that when it comes to matchups and uh, and how teams are playing right now. I mean, there's nobody or few that you could argue are playing better than TCU. And as far as matchups go this year, TCU has had Arkansas's number from. The beginning of the season when things were very different and more players were out on the field for both teams, and to now where Arkansas has been, uh, you know, depleted by injury and and certainly TCU is playing uh, as hot of baseball as you could possibly get. When he fifteen out of the last sixteen, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. So what would be the consensus? Is that I mean, going into it, was uh, that a, a consensus? I mean, I the, the consensus going in was that uh, Arkansas had the worst draw uh, of any of the regionals. Uh, this 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 region was loaded. Okay, well, but it only took one. <laughs> Might have been loaded, but it didn't matter, right? Well, I think all it took was one. I think it's Not, just overall disappointment, just because the fact that this team was the three overall seed. Um, right. You know, but right. at 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 this point. I think uh, Razorback fans have, you know, there's a certain expectation level that it's, look, you get to Omaha and this happens, that's one thing. But losing out in the regional is going to be disappointing. It's it's going to be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of fans, just considering the fact that they were seated so high and still playing very well um, towards the end of the season. You know, won 20 games in SEC play. All right, Shooter, you stay, right. you stay where you are. I've got three callers okay. on, the, on the line here, and they may want to talk Razorback baseball, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. All right, if, if, I don't, if I don't screw this up. Okay, hang on. Oh, boy. Oh, All right, let's get Robbie and Lono. Robbie, you with us? Yes, sir. All right. Your questions and comments, well, please. I, my, well, I want to first of all start by saying congratulations to the Razorback baseball team. I thought it was for the odds that they were against. Uh, what a tremendous year. And for those seniors, uh, man, I hate it for them, but um, I know their heart broke today, but uh, anyway, just congratulations to them guys for really fighting hard. I think I think they fight it as hard as they could, and and uh, that's on that. But uh, 
the main thing I wanted to comment on is I had a uh, is the pitcher the before Morris? Who was that? I can't remember his name. Hagen Smith. Okay, what was what was what was he in trouble about as far as pitching? Because I, to me, my opinion now, I thought that he was pitching very very decent. I know he probably got into a little jungle there, but but he got he got out of a couple of bad situations. But then when we pulled him. Morris came in the very next home run, and then the rap was on. You know, and and I, I know he threw 109 pitches or close to that. Well, Hagen Smith pitched what yesterday? So I started yesterday and went to two and yeah, a half. 67 total today. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, yeah. this this day and age, guys are on a pitch count. Uh, there, there are probably folks will say, "Hey, it, it pitch count doesn't matter at this point. You got to try to advance." But he did come out of the game, and after that, they. Uh, Things weren't yep. the same. Yeah, but I'm what I'm what I'm. You know, I don't know if Van Horn or he came up to Van Horn or whatever and said, you know, Coach, I don't know if I can go anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, me being a coach kind of guy that I am, I, I believe I would have told him, "Good luck, you're doing well. Suck it up for me. Come on, you know." And I, you know, I, I just don't think that that was a good moment to make a change. I mean, uh, I don't question Dave Van Horn Shooter came on board. <laughs> Hi, yeah, Robbie. So, anyway, Pat, good, good. I want to say real, real quick. Pat, love you, man. Good to hear from you. Love you, brother. All right. All right. Thank All right. you. Love you, buddy. Thanks, Robbie. Quick update on recruitings, Ray. Before we go to the next caller, Arkansas is the number one team for the 2023 class with 20 total commits and 13 top 100 players. And just for reference, the next closest team with top 100 players is UCLA with seven. Good stuff. Wow. All right, let's get David to lock in here. David, go ahead, please. Yes, uh, how you doing today? Great. Hey, uh, I, I think two dogs to our team this year, man. They've been really exciting and fun to watch. But uh, I don't think anybody wants to, wants to play play TCU right now the way they're swinging the bat. I mean, no one, I mean, I, I don't know how they knew what Hagen was throwing yesterday, but Somehow they knew. They did. <laughs> I mean, they, they had they had his numbers like that. This, that ain't happened all year. I got a question for Pat. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Connor Van over at Missouri. I just don't see him as being uh, being big enough. I mean, he's he, or being tough enough to play SEC ball. I mean. He didn't play. He didn't show it when he played for us. I just, I just don't see. I mean, what did Missouri think that, that we didn't think? I don't. I don't think must didn't play him much at all. Anyway, he just didn't. I don't right. think he, he didn't fit Must's scheme, did he, Pat? No, and and you know my 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 way of looking at things is you know you, you should be able to adjust into just about any scheme. However, thank you, buddy. You got Connor Vanover, who is. Is this will this be his fifth year, fourth year, fifth year of college basketball? I uh, gotta be Pat. Yeah. Pat, he's uh, he's at least at least five, and he's been to. F- is this now going to be four schools? Right, Cal, Arkansas. Yeah, this will so be. So you fourth. have a twenty-three-year-old. Um, so you know he brings obviously experience, and uh, Missouri, they they like to play five out. Um, they did four out one in at times with uh, that kid. They had Kobe Brown, so you know, I mean, and you know, Connor is 
obviously a perimeter shooter type player. Um, he's got ability to block shots. So, you know, if he's out there, you know, seven foot three, twenty. I'm guessing he's twenty three, right? Or at least we know it's his fifth year, uh, fourth school, fifth year. So, um, you know, he brings experience, some shooting, um, and that style of playing around the perimeter. You, you know, we've watched him, so that may help um, help him fit in a little bit better in this system. Uh, is this his fifth or sixth year? When he transferred to Arkansas, didn't he sit out a year because there was all kind of... Um, I believe, yes, he yeah, did. Yeah. We thought he'd be able to play right away. It was a little head-scratcher how, why he, you know, come back home and it would seem like they were getting everybody a waiver. So I guess it would be one at Cal, two at Arkansas, one at Old Roberts, and then Missouri. So I guess, could he play one more? He uh, enrolled in Cal in 2018, June of 2018. So the eighteen nineteen season. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, so. Cal, Oral Roberts. Or, sorry, Cal, Arkansas, Oral Roberts, Missouri. Those are the four. Whoops. Right. And he could probably still use his COVID year, correct? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, probably so. That'd be that'd be some six uh, years. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. Uh, we've seen guys have you know play six years in this because you get five to play four, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you well, I don't know how that works. Anyway, we'll see. All right, Steve in Little Rock has a question. Steve, you're on drive time. Good afternoon, guys. I just wanted to congratulate the Razorbacks and Coach Van Horn on a great season. I thought he did a masterful job of getting his future starters in for uh, all the injuries. And I'm pretty sure we just lost to the 23 national champions. I'll be pulling for them, I'll tell you that. It wouldn't surprise us, I don't think, at all at this point, the way yeah. that they've been playing. They smoked through the Big 12 tournament, too. So it's not just a – they didn't just get hot here in, in Fayetteville. In three games, they they outscored us 50 to 15. You didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is wild. <laughs> but, you know – you can't ignore what happened, but when you look at baseball, anybody that bashes Van Horn, I mean, that's been the only constant that's been a winner other than track for the last 21 years. I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, a lot of success. All right, Steve. You know, appreciate you. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you calling. Have a good evening. All right, you too. All right, let's go to. You're a popping guy today, Bradley. Here's Ken and Little Rock. Hey, uh, look, uh, anybody wants to get down on Dave Van Horn doesn't know baseball. He's a great coach. We're very lucky to have him. Uh, you can only go through so much with injuries, particularly in your starting pitching lineup, because pitching is everything in college. Uh, but I, might, I, I just have, I don't know who to address this to or how they do this, but the last three years, I mean, we have lost our starting pitchers. And I want to make a comparison between AAU basketball and baseball travel. I mean, these guys, these kids are just, I think they're just getting worn out. And I think they get coached up too hard early on with, you know, sliders and curveballs and, and they, you know, and they and they get pushed, and I don't know if they, you know, I don't know if they get the training or if they get the, you know, the rehab or the recovery time or whatever, you know, where they're coming from because it's, you know, high school and and that kind of thing. But I mean, we have gotten bit really hard in the last three years by this, and it has really hurt us. You know, what do you think, Ray? Uh, you know, I'm not involved in youth baseball, although I used to coach a little league program, run one years ago, and coach American Legion ball. Uh, I think it's, uh, some of that probably leads to that. Uh, I don't know uh, as far as travel ball is concerned if these coaches put their pitchers on, on a pitch count uh, like they do in the major leagues and minor leagues, college baseball. I, I don't know, but I, I would imagine some of that's going on. Wouldn't you, Chris? Yeah, I think that, you know, we did a story on this a couple of years ago just about the overuse of 
you know, arms in baseball and the youth level. And um, you can talk to a lot of different experts in, on both sides of the argument, you know, but a lot of the ones we spoke with wholeheartedly agreed that mixing it up and not playing just one sport and overusing those arms, you know, for example, if you're a pitcher and play, you can still be active, you can still be an athlete, just do something else, you know, in between seasons if you can. Um, but a lot of it, you know, I'll just tell you, Ray, kids want to play, you know, they want to do it. And mm-hmm. so it's incumbent a lot of times on the coaches and the parents. It's not always thinking that, oh, it's the parents forcing them or the coaches are, yeah, there's some influence there. But I've seen it just in our own family where, you know, extended family members where I'd ask, hey, do you, don't you want to take a break? No, I don't want to take a break. They love playing. So (laughs) they got to be able to get to these kids earlier and say, hey, we know you love playing and we're glad you love playing. But mix it up a little bit so you don't, A, burn out mentally and B, burn out physically where you can't play later on if you're able to play at a high level continue to nurture that that craft and that talent and that skill but do so in a way that doesn't you know like you said ken where you you feel like you're yeah at some point oh wow he's really overused and overworked himself to to a detriment at, at a certain level years ago watching the college um, excuse me the, the um, little league world series when kids started throwing curveballs i'm like no 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 not at that age <laughs> uh, but uh, they throw, <laughs> throw a lot more than that now so anyway ken we appreciate your comments and, and your call me, go ahead i'm sorry getting it's just now. No, I, well, I, I was just, just wondering. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead, Ken. I'll ask this after. No, I, well, I was just wondering: do the do these travel coaches have the same influence as the AAU basketball coaches have? I mean, are they monetized <laughs> like the AAU basketball people are? Pat. Oh, baseball is even bigger when you talk about monetizing. It's it's that that is on another level. Um, from what I understand, just having friends, the time and money spent in it, and you're talking about a sport that is so very skilled and specific. It's not just, you know, AAU basketball at a time. You know, you'll go to games, you play games. Uh, some programs have skills development, including in games, but baseball I mean, they're so specific. It's from my friends, so I, I would say baseball, you know, oh, maybe is the highest <laughs> in terms of cost for for parents to 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 go all in on that. I okay. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Okay, I, I just that, that was my thought. So I appreciate you. I can and th- thanks for holding through the break. Appreciate you very much. Pat, what were you going to say? You said you had a point to I'll, make. Well, I, I'm just curious. I'm assuming that, Chris, like when you did the story a few years back that, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe, Ray, when you mentioned when kids started to throw curveballs, and, you know, I can remember 20, I can remember 30 years ago where kids were, you know, 13, 14, 15 that, that I played with that, you felt like their arms were getting overused. So I'm, I'm assuming that we're getting to a place where we understand more and more of the pressures and stress on a young arm, right? I mean, specifically with pitchers, because I think that's the crazy thing, um, is how, how, how to manage that so that they have, you know, it's not affecting them in high school, college, or even further on. Yeah, that's, I'm just assuming that's how it is. That's, well, it, I, I think it is in certain instances, but I don't think I don't think you could throw that a wide blanket over all youth leagues and coaches. Right. Obviously, to to give them that kind of uh, you know credit and recognizing that this some of the recent discoveries and sciences around pitch counts and stuff. I mean, if they're doing pitch counts in college. You know, <laughs> I, I, right, right. We know we know that uh, we should probably be you know tapering back at at, at the lower levels. Um, a little bit as well, and, and and hopefully that kind of trend trickles down to those levels, and they see okay, it's it is a little bit more specific, especially for a pitcher to to have certain restrictions placed on how many pitches they throw or what kind of pitches to raise um, to raise point. You know, not throwing too many curveballs. You just want to create the fundamentals, create the foundation, and then kind of let them blossom from there. But I just think, for based on the story we did at seven, um, it was more so just about how. When you look at the statistics, it's not just the statistics, but it's also the medical 
um, side of things. We talked to Dr. Tucker over at Arkansas Orthopedics and how he was adamant about playing multiple sports and seeing you know, less mm-hmm. injuries or less less persistent injuries. Injuries happen in sports, but you didn't see the same persistent injuries, those nagging ones that kept coming back up. Yes, you might get injured playing football and basketball and baseball, but um, you know, you're seeing different ones, so you're not treating the same thing over and over and wearing down that knee or that shoulder or whatever it may be or that elbow right. over and over again. So um yeah, I I just think that's that's something hopefully that uh, you know is is being taken into account at those levels. We know in college they're taking care of. I mean, they have pitch counts, they have yeah. restrictions, and and we're seeing more and more of that. And I mean, it would have been great but, to see know, Hagen Smith play more today, but uh, you know, I think at that point after '67 and what he did previously, I think they had to keep in mind, okay, we don't want to overwork this. So when I was growing up, we had this was you know little league. It was by innings. So you could pitch. We had two games a week. You could pitch the first three innings of a game or the second three innings of a game, and then the, the first three or second three of the second game of the week. That's how they based it off of. It was no, you know, no pitch count. It was just based off of, you know, you got six innings in a week. And we had six-inning games. So it kind of worked out that way uh, in our little league program that we had in Everett, Mass. Well, I, I, we can't go back as far as when I played, Pat, because it was a totally, <laughs> totally different world. You know, the th- thing that bothers me, and, and I know all, all these kids are playing AAU basketball, they're, they're playing travel baseball. Uh, what what happens? Where did your childhood go? You, 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 we used to play yeah. a few games here, a few games there, and then, then you enjoyed being a kid uh, or a young person. Right. And they, they don't get a chance to do that. And, and in the process, what, what's going on now, they're wearing their parents out. Wearing them out financially, too. A lot of travel. <laughs> and, 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 a lot of travel. There's a lot of money in, involved in this. All right, we're visiting with Pat Bradley, the shooter, as we normally do uh, this time on Mondays. Lee from Benton's on the line. We'll, we'll talk to him. We come back with more Drive Time Sports. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone. It's a smart thing to do, but do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. I've been with them for six years in two different states. Low T Center, they exclusively specialize in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and they check everything everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, your thyroid, liver, kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinvent Inventing men's health care. A great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. 
Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialists. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Great friend and great supporter of the Buzz First Security Bank. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our community stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes, and businesses, so other people can have better lives. The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com and get ready to bank better at First Security. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. In studio this afternoon, Rick and Randy are out, and Ray Tucker along with Chris Kane, and... It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley, presented by Wet Davis Lumber Plus, with four locations in central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, with some of the lowest auto loan rates in Saline County. PB, do your thing. Where are you? Oh, you, yeah, we oh. Hey, we got to punch him up. We got to punch him up. Punch him up. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ray Tucker. Whit Davis Lumber Plus got great news for the ladies out there. Yes, the ladies. Get excited. It's another ladies' night at Whit Davis in Sherwood. Thursday, June 22, from 5 to 7 p.m. Get your girlfriends together for a fun night out. You can enjoy demonstrations, refreshments, win door prizes, take home some giveaways. You can browse uh, vendor tables with plants, clothes, soap, candles, jewelry, and more. It is Ladies' Night at Whit Davis, location 9100 Brockington Road in Sherwood. And you can uh, check it out on Facebook. It is um, Ladies' Night on the Whit Davis Lumber Plus Facebook page for more details. You've become the ultimate pitch man, I am telling you what. Let's talk to Lee and Benton. Benton. Uh, Lee, you're on the air. Go ahead. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Good. Good. Ray, we finally got some rain. That should help the fishing a little bit, huh? Uh, we're at, here watching. I, I saw a little storm out your way, but we're not getting any here. Well, I'm here in Benton. We had a good little rain. But Patrick, I'm sorry about your Celtics, your Bruins. Ray always got mags. I talked about hockey when you're on on Mondays. I'm the hockey guy. I'm the Blues. So we didn't even make it. And the Cardinals, they just got swept by the Pirates. So me and Ray are kind of sad. We need Rick to have a safe space on Twitter. You know, we can go to him. He can calm us down. Now they're going into a hot Rangers team. But, um, you know, I, I've been listening about uh, the last caller talking about Hagen Smith being on a pitch count. I graduated high school here back in 2010 and that's when kind of all that started that's when the showcase U-Triple-S-A baseball AAU started blowing up and that's when social media came I went to a showcase down in Florida 
where we went to the Yankee Spring Training Complex, and they talked about the facilities they have just in, like, Dominican Republic and South America to bring kids in when they're 8, 9 years old because they can draft them when they're 16. Here you got to be at least 18. So these kids, uh, like the kid from Benton, Peyton, uh, Paulette, uh, who's had two Tommy Johns already, they're going through their teens and their puberty years developing their muscles doing all these showcases, throwing curveballs, flipping their wrists while they're going through, you know, their tendons and these little bitty muscles. When you have a Tommy John, it's a little bitty muscle in there, but it controls your whole entire elbow. Same with mm. your shoulder, you have shoulder surgery, and those are developing. And I, I'm just commenting. I've heard people ask why they're on pitch counts. They have kids on pitch counts now because of that. The mid-2015s, I umpired while I was playing baseball in college is because these kids, they were having so many Tommy Johns for kids that were like freshmen, sophomores in high school and already having complete shoulder and arm reconstruction surgeries because they do all these camps and everything to compete with kids from other countries, specifically Central and South America and the Caribbean or they can get drafted when they're 16. They don't have to go to college. They don't have to get drafted. And so, uh, you know, to answer some of those guys, we live in a social media age. It's the same with AAU basketball, I'm sure, Pat. You know, with your highlight videos and getting your name, your name, image, and likeness out there, you can do it at a young age now. Uh, yeah. When I was in high school, it was just Facebook. Now you have everything. And so, you know... Hagen, I could tell he he didn't want to get out, but I'm a Van Horn guy, but like I saw today, we had four hits today. I don't know how many we had yesterday against TCU, but I just saw the approach that TCU had at the plate being a baseball guy when they got two strikes. like, And it frustrates you if you're a baseball guy. I hate seeing walks, but I also hate seeing 0-2 fastballs right down the middle of the plate. In Arkansas, they struggled with that, you know. Um, but TCU, they took it to beat counts. They went from 0-2 to 3-2, fouling balls off. But if you notice, if anybody that knows baseball, if a kid or a coach is listening, they choked up on the bat, they spread their stance out, and they're hitting a lot of foul balls away, like even if they're dribblers, to get the pitch that they want. But a lot of their hits, were opposite field. I mean, even the Richardson kid uh, yesterday, all three of his home runs were opposite field. And they were line drops. They weren't, like, straight up in the air. Arkansas had too many pop-ups. I just think there's too many elevated swings throughout the lineup. I look at Andrew Benatendi now with the White Sox. When he was with the Red Sox, when he came out of college, Pat, he had a elevated swing like he did at Arkansas. He did well, won a World Series, but he completely rechanged his swing coming out of mm-hmm. Kansas City to keep his job. And now, I mean, he averages. I think I think he hit one home run last year. Uh, Robert mm-hmm. Moore, All right, they, up in Triple A. They we need to wrap so, up here, young man. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good night. I always always appreciate your phone calls, Pratt Bradley. Let's let's talk a little NBA basketball. Oops. Pat, game last Pat, <laughs> Pat, last night, the NBA, I mean, gosh, don't you know that uh, the entire league office right now is breathing a sigh of relief that they're not going to have what I everyone know. thought would be a sweep, but on the road, Miami does it again. They've been a fantastic road team this postseason. It it really, they're, they're fun to watch, they're fun to root for, um, and I, I, it's something to be said for guys who understand their role, know exactly what they're expected to do, uh, whether it's their, their their shooters understanding what they're there for and how they're supposed to go about doing that. Um, but they do, every, so the, the one thing that impresses me about them is they can beat you in a variety of ways. Um, they can beat you from the three-point line. Uh, defensively, they switch up, they play that zone, which 
Just all it's got to do is take a few possessions away. I mean, look at the last night. It came down to one shot at the end of the game. So if that zone can slow it to a team down, four possessions. Four, just four. Well, three. Just three possessions in a game. It's worth it. And they play it so well. Um, because a lot of times playing zone and, and mentally players think, wow, it's time to it's time to take take off a little, take off a defensive possession. But they don't approach it like that. Uh, and, they, and, you know, I, you hate to say the reality is you hear it all the time. I hate the cliche I, that i got to use that it's a make or miss league. However, you know, the Heat in game one, they, they didn't make any shots. And then they come out and they score 36 points. I thought it was 40. 36 points in the fourth quarter. Like 108 points. You look at Denver. And 108 points should be enough to win that game. Uh, they give up. 36. They lose the fourth quarter by 11 points. Fellas, that right there is what's unacceptable. A championship team, 11-point lead. Um, excuse me, I guess it was an 8-point lead, but losing the fourth quarter by 11. That that That's the difference in the game for me. Well, I thought last night you saw a good look at the end for Murray, who had you know caught on late in the game. But not going to Jokic yeah. was interesting there. I mean, he 41 points. He's the best player on the floor. I know it was a three at the end, the tied, but I'd be comfortable with him knocking down a three, especially with a guard guarding him. I think it was Struess or one of those guys that ended up being on him at the end of the game, and Murray went for it anyway, which I guess, look, he's a good player. But what was your take on the fact that they they were saying that if you make well, Jokic, just out, right? they, they did have a timeout, yeah. but 12 seconds left is when they got the rebound and were able – to run down the court. I'm taking that time out. Was, I'm, I like I, the whole. I heard somebody make the comment of, "Wow, Spolster's such a good coach. Do you want him to give him an opportunity to set up a defense?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I, if it, if I have a time now, if they took a quick three and we're saving the timeout in case they missed it, now they got a foul, call a timeout, and come back on the other, which doesn't make any sense unless you go for two. Uh, um, you know, get a quick two foul. They go to free throw line. You call a timeout. Get it at half. Get it half court. Now, you know, maybe you got five seconds um, in the same situation. But I, I mean, I don't want to be too critical because Coach Malone knows his guys and you know that situation better than anybody. Um, I don't know. I guess if you're giving me an option, I'll, I'd probably take the timeout. Right. Talk about it a little bit. What's our mismatch? I mean, nothing wrong with, with doing that. So, But you got the shot off, and, um, you know, like I said, it really came down to Denver and their inability to stop the Miami Heat. Um, and you saw when, when the Heat get rolling, you know, especially from the three-point line, you know, there's just a team, they're almost 40%. I mean, I mean, not, not excuse me, they were almost 50% as a team. I mean, come on. Come on. That's unheard of. In that, that sort of moment, but they get the guys to do it. Pat, staying with basketball, uh, one of the most sought-after transfers in the portal, uh, Nelson Grant Nelson from North Dakota State, averaged seventeen point nine points, nine rebounds last year. He's six ten, two hundred and fifteen pounds, set to visit Ooh. Arkansas. They've got an open yeah, scholarship. Right. How do you? How would you see someone like him fitting in down low with Brazil? Well, we know from two years ago when we lost to Duke. We needed to get athleticism and size. Muss went and did that, right? Got the Mitchells, Brazil. Um, you know, fast forward to last year. We didn't really have guys that could just knock it down, right? Just, I'm talking, rise up and be a consistent knockdown shooter or even scorer for that matter, right? We had some guys that had their moments. So Muss was like, okay, I'm going to bring in some shooters. And I'm going to bring in some big guys. And we got everything covered now. The beauty of the transfer portal, fellas. Beauty of the portal. Pat Bradley, the beauty of you. So glad you joined us. Thank you so much. The shooter, Pat Bradley. Pat, we'll talk with you again next time. Talk to you then, buddy. All right, bud. Thank you. All right, 644, Drive Time Sports. Pinch hitting for Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer today. Back with our final segment after this. game goes into overtime. But the game goes into overtime. 
The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. It's Justin Acri for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. The year is almost halfway over, and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. The treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across Central Arkansas are having life-changing results and there's no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you're doing right now and call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Once again, that number, 501 501- 2-2-2, season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli. With options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Giant take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Drive Time Sports. Chris Kane, Ray Tucker in studio today for Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer, who are out for the moment. And uh, Ray is, you know, Ray, I, I filled in a little bit on Morning Mayhem, so I'm glad to be able to fill in with you today. And I didn't realize Pat usually goes to the top of the hour. Ray was like, Chris, you know, uh, Pat usually goes to the top of the hour. I was like, how do I? I didn't know. Anyway, but we're glad to have Chris from Benton on with us now. You can get in today's show. One more segment, 501-661-1037. You can also hit us up on the Arkansas First Bank and Trust text line, or First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Chris, good evening to you. How are you? I'm great. How you doing, Chris and Ray? Thank you. We're doing well. What do you got tonight? I hate, I, I hate the fact that not going to the top of the hour because I really wanted to ask him this question. Chris, I think it was you that sort of hit at it, you know, about uh, Malone not calling a timeout, you know, and, and setting up a play or whatever. And, and I mean, I don't, I didn't mind the play because because uh, uh, Murray, he's a good shooter. I think he, should, I yeah. think he should have took the last shot. He's the, if you watch the Lakers series. It was he who was the close. He's the closer. He's oh, yeah, the closer. Oh, he's, he, he's, he's the reason. Guy. Chris, I mean, you're right. He's the reason they haven't made it this far. When he was injured and not there for Jokic, they couldn't get over the hump to get to the finals. And now that he's back, you're right. I mean, they, they're an outstanding team. Exactly. But, I mean, and I, so I agree with him not calling the timeout and, and let, letting uh, Murray take the shot. But, but, and you hit on it, Chris, if there had been Joe Mazzola, <laughs> and that's why I wanted Pat on, on, on the line because he was scrutinized for every single thing. His job, his job was on the line with every single play because he had the most talented team. Who's the most talented team out of these two teams? Oh, Denver. 
Uh, uh, so absolutely. Why is the same smoke not being brought to? I've listened to uh, talk radio today and talk, you know, some of the uh, national programs. I do not see any of the smoke that was brought to Joe Missoula that's being brought to Malone. I don't see any of it. Yeah, and that's that's an interesting one too, Chris, because I mean we see it here with Arkansas, right? How many how many timeouts does Muss pocket at the end sometimes? And it, it it really is unfortunate that it all always comes down to the end result no matter what, right? That shot goes in, it's, oh, they didn't call a timeout. They didn't let Spolster set his defense, and, you know, they won the game. So because Murray hits the shot, or they tied the game to force overtime and won it there because Murray hit the shot. But since he didn't hit the shot, and he had a good look at it, by the way, you know, he really did have a pretty clean shot. But it, it like Pat said, unfortunately it comes down to the analysis is, well, did he make the shot or miss the shot? And he missed it. So right. you're right. Malone doesn't okay. doesn't get any, but he still didn't get any for it. I think because you know it was a good shot. It would be one thing. I think if they blundered the whole series, Chris, if they had no good look at it, if you know if it was a fadeaway from way beyond the arc and ended up looking clunky, then he probably would have gotten a little more criticism. But Murray was able to come off that screen that Jokic rolled off and took a clean shot, and it just kind of went in and out and didn't go down. So that's why I think he's not being hit with it. And Missoula, Chris, you're right. He got blasted. But but I think he was also in a tough spot because this is a guy who took over for a really good coach in Boston and was thrust into the role. And they were kind of like, hey, this is a sports car. Don't wreck it. And... and he wrecked about it. two weeks before the season. About two weeks. Before. Yes. Yes. He got to the the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, good grief! I mean, you know, and and, and, and just to, to get that team. And I mean, he was handed the sports car about two weeks before the start of the season, and they got to the NBA the, the, the Conference Finals, and and he got beat by uh, the, the Miami Heat Spolstra. He's probably the top coach in the NBA right now. Top you know, even though he had the most more talented team. But Spolstra, I mean, and I'm not trying to cast any aspersions on 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 on, on Missoula, Missoula, but Spolstra, I mean, come on now, that that was a that, that was a bit of a mismatch, and I, and that, but that had, you know, they were calling for Spolstra's job job this rookie because he was mismatched but at the, that, but at the, the time. But the Celtics went the final two games and couldn't throw it in the ocean from three point, which they had to live and die by. Well, I think being at home too, Chris. You know, they had a chance. Obviously, coming back from three zero had never been done before in NBA in NBA history in the playoffs. But I think the fact that they were at home and put up, I mean, it wasn't even close in that final game. You know, I mean, it'd be one thing if it came down to like last night, a last shot, and look, you almost pulled off a historic comeback. But the fact that they had that kind of performance and that pivotal the game where, I mean, all the momentum had swung in their way. ESPN stats and info still giving them, you know, when they were down 3-0, I think it was like an 87% chance to still win the series. It was being laughed at. The, the fact that, you know, the ESPN stats and info guy would put out that kind of number down 3-0. It was comical. They come back and all and really, you know, should have put off the upset. They were an eight and a half point favorite at home in that game seven. I and I also think Chris, some of his responses during that series in post game, he just kind of looked like a deer in headlights. He he looked like it was the moment was getting a little too big and uh, the pressure. Now he responded well, came back and made it an even series. But I think that was a lot of the criticism, too, was just around the fact that he looked like he didn't know what he was doing at times, even though they almost made that historic comeback. As did Spolster when he was a rookie coach. I mean, he's a rookie. He probably was a bit overwhelmed at times. You know, so, but anyway, one last quick question. Uh, why is, and it's along the same line, why is the baseball team, everybody, you know, everybody's now calling in and saying, you know, they're talking about AU summer baseball and, you know, I heard uh, Bubba Carpenter on the, on the post-game show say, you know, they were just worn out. You know, they, these kids were just worn out. Now, baseball, all the, base, the baseball team are kids. The basketball team are young men. They're grizzled veterans, you know. And so all this smoke and anger was brought towards the basketball team. But all this, why, 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 why were they not afforded the same grace as this baseball? You hear nobody talking with, I ain't calling in with anger the way they call in with anger. That's the basketball game. And I'm going to leave that question with you. And I'm going to have I appreciate you guys' time. I thank you. 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 Thank you.
than basketball when your top players, I mean, Nick Smith, we knew he was coming back from an injury that had limited for you know much of the season. Tre- Trevin Brazil, I mean, I, I think a lot of, there were some people in basketball saying, hey, had he been healthy, not that you beat UConn, but you make it competitive. UConn was the best team in the tournament. I don't think anyone's disputing that. But I, that's another part of it. I mean, I I think that there was some disappointment with basketball because of the unprecedented amount of talent all coming in at once. And they were all at that point in time healthy late in the season outside of Brazil. Yeah, I you know when you look at baseball and and sixty five point sixty five seventy five percent of the game is pitching, and you, you lose a couple of potential starters right off the bat. Yeah, and then you you struggle throughout, and then you get into in where we were, uh, and you, you if your bats aren't hot, which TCU's were. And your two, your two, your Friday and Saturday starters in SEC play uh, go two and a half, three innings in the regional. Uh, boom, you're you're in deep trouble. Uh, I just think because of Van Horn, what he overcame throughout the season, I think that's the reason people are saying, "Hey, Dave, you did a great job, and we had a heck of a year." Yeah, I think the injuries is why it's it's being more understood. Um, as opposed to basketball, while injuries did play a factor in the middle of the season. I mean, there was a stretch there where Nick Smith being out, Brazil had already been out, and we were seeing this team try to figure out, you know, from the basketball standpoint, who they are and what they're good at and try to get some form of chemistry before SEC tournament and, and, and then the NCAA tournament. You know, with baseball, it was hey, you got any arms left back there? Because it feels like everybody's injured and, and or used up, and it definitely felt a little bit more injury-riddled for the for the baseball team. And I say a little bit more. I mean, it was a lot of injuries this year that this team had to overcome. And you said pro- arguably one of Dave's best best jobs. Probably, you know, big reason why I think he was SEC Coach of the Year, not just winning the conference or co-champions. It was because of what he had to deal with and overcome with the injuries. I want to do this very quickly because uh, you're like me. You, you love broadcasting. You're not full-time in broadcasting now. Uh, let our listening audience know what you're doing these days. Oh, okay. I work in uh, I work in commercial solar energy. I did a story on it uh, a year ago when I was at Channel 7 and learned about just the, the benefits of it for businesses. So I work for Delta Solar, which is, Ray, just across the street from us here in Riverdale. So that's what I do now, and I love it. And uh, I'll tell you, don't miss that wake-up call at 2.30 in the morning, which I did for 11 and a half years. Uh, you know, oh, man, that was, uh, that was something. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you. Uh, I don't know much about solar energy, but uh, obviously you do, and uh, I know you're going to do well with it. Thank you. And hopefully you continue to get your, your finger in broadcasting and don't go away. Oh, no. Still love broadcasting, get to fill in here, and you know, still do UCA football with Justin Acre and, and love that in the fall, so enjoying it a lot. See, I, I always thought that you would end up at ESPN. You know, nowadays, I don't think that's such no, a good thing, I don't thing, think right? it's a good idea. <laughs> you can be really good at ESPN and be out of a job. That's right. That's exactly right. No, I love working here with you in, in my spare time. I I think it's a lot of fun. Thank you. When I reached out to you yesterday, you're so gracious and you're so good at it. So, hey, thank you so much. Glad to be here with you, Raymond. And I know you got a show coming up. Yep. Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors coming up next. Stay with us. Get your popcorn ready. We've got the entertainment right here on 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company.